Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. Um, Today's topic, I'm going to be talking about exercise and how to exercise for people with chronic pain. How do you motivate yourself to exercise when the pain doesn't allow allow you to move most of the time? I know that you want to work out right? Like you, you want to be more active, you know, you want to, you know, that it's good for you to exercise. And like, you've heard up and down all about the benefits of exercise, right? Like, of course, it's good for your health. Um, It can help you get better sleep. It can improve your mood. It can make you stronger. It can help you stay active. It can make you feel more confident in your body, right? Like with your looks and whether that's for weight loss or for simply staying at a healthier weight range, right? And you know all of that, and yet you simply can't do it. You can't exercise. You either can't work out because you're already too sore and tired and you can't move, or you can't work out because you know that it will cause you to go into a two-week debilitating flare-up and you and you have shit to do so you'd rather be able to do your day-to-day activities than attempt a workout one time for 30 minutes right or maybe you don't have the the stamina or the strength or the endurance right now right like you can maybe do a couple of reps but then you're just completely wiped out afterwards and just fatigued And yet at the same time, this is happening for you, all your doctors and everyone it seems in the world is just in your ear telling you that that you've gotta work out. You've gotta walk more, you gotta go to the gym, you gotta exercise, lift weights, do some yoga, swim, or I don't know, like whatever, like get on the treadmill, like whatever, right? And everyone around you is telling you you need to exercise. And you're probably even telling yourself you need to exercise. Maybe you were an athlete or someone who's always pushed themselves. And so you feel this like itch to work out and it kills you. It kills you that you can't, that you can't do it. And so also, even for some of you, it may be that exercise or movement may actually make you feel better, but you can't do it because you just hurt so much and you can't move. And because you're hearing this all the time, you're hearing you need to work out, you need to exercise from all different angles, you start to question yourself and you say, what's wrong with me, right? Like, why am I not motivated? Why am I not motivated enough? And you blame yourself for not being motivated and then you start to beat yourself up 
You tell yourself that you're a loser, you're a failure, you tell yourself that you're weak and you're lazy and I, I should be able to exercise, but yet I can't stay motivated enough. And that self-talk makes you feel like crap. And so if that's you, I am so sorry, it, but it totally, it also makes sense to me why you would feel that way because that feels like shit. Like, believe me, as a perfectionist, as a people pleaser, an achiever with, with an athlete mindset, I get what it feels like to not feel good enough or motivated enough or strong enough or tough enough, right? And I get what it feels like to not be able to solve my own problem right like everyone around you and your doctors and your friends and your family keeps saying well hey the answer is right here in front of you just exercise why don't you just exercise more what's wrong with you just exercise like everybody else and you'll feel better and so you feel like shit because you can't do it and so if that's you if that's you at all i need you to hear this it's not that you're not motivated enough. Motivation is not the problem here. And if you wanna know the real problem, there's actually three problems, okay? And this is coming from my experience talking with you, talking to people who have chronic pain, and from my experience and training in my profession and my specialty training and working with people with chronic pain for the past eight years. There are really three problems here. Number one, the first problem is pushing through pain or pushing so hard that you end up causing flare-ups and more pain and more fatigue, which makes the problem worse. And what I want to say about this is that when we do that, we're reinforcing these pain pathways in our nervous system and we're making it harder to beat the pain, to tackle the pain problem. And so I want you to look at it this way. When you learn something new, a new skill, for example, let's say you learn to tie your shoes. The first time you start learning to tie your shoes, you're not very good at it and you struggle, right? And over time, with more and more practice, with more and more repetition, you get better at tying your shoes, you get faster at it, your hands just naturally know what to do, it becomes automatic. And in the same way, what's happening is you're practicing those pathways right? We call it muscle memory or motor memory. Um, and in the same way, those pathways for pain can be practiced and reinforced. And so they get stronger and stronger and stronger. They get better and they get stronger and more rehearsed. And so as those pathways get stronger, they are harder to undo, right? They're going to be harder to make you, you're, it's going to be harder to undo them and make them weaker so that you feel less pain because they're so much more well rehearsed. And so not only that, not only can those pain pathways get stronger, the pain pathways themselves can then get also tied together, wired together in our brains with other pathways, those pathways for movement or exercise or activity. So every time you practice a certain movement activity or exercise, the pain also is practiced. And so the brain starts to make this connection between the movement, the exercise and the pain. And so it naturally knows anytime you do that movement, that exercise or that activity, it knows to generate the pain. 
So we have that problem going on as well. And so every time we are pushing ourselves past the point of pain, into pain, into flare-ups, into fatigue, we're reinforcing those pathways and those connections. And so this is not good. This is not good for trying to solve the pain problem. As we're continuously pushing through pain, pushing ourselves into pain, we're reinforcing the problem, making it even harder and harder to um, break up with the pain, so to speak. So what I'll say about this is I don't want you to beat yourself up about this because this is not your fault, right? Like this is something that your whole life you've been taught to do. You've been taught to push yourself. You've been taught to not show the pain. Don't show weakness. Don't show signs of weakness. Don't show signs of pain. Just suck it up, walk it off, right? And so this is, this is not your fault because this is not something that you were taught. Okay, so don't, I don't want you to beat yourself up about this. Okay, the second problem is that your body is not ready for exercise. Okay, what I need to say about this is that pain is one way that our body is able to communicate with us, is able to let us know that, hey, something is going on here. Okay, pain is more like an alarm than anything else. It lets you know that your brain thinks that there is something wrong, that it doesn't feel safe, or that there's some kind of injury or damage or threat. It's interpreting some sort of uh, danger, whatever that is. And pain is the alarm that it uses to let you know that it's interpreting some sort of danger. It doesn't feel safe. When this is going on, this is a sign that your body is trying to tell you that it needs something else. It needs rest, it needs safety, it needs a chance to heal, whatever. It needs something else. So what we need to do is actually to think of your pain similar to the cry of a scared toddler or an infant. Is it helpful to yell at a crying, scared toddler, right? To tell them, is it helpful to tell them to suck it up and get back to cleaning their room or doing their chores or something when they're crying and scared and fear. Yelling at a toddler that needs something from you to needs to feel safe is not going to be helpful, right? Pushing that toddler to just suck it up and move on is not going to be helpful, right? If you do that, what's going to happen is that toddler is just going to cry louder and louder and louder. And that is exactly the same thing that happens as we ignore the pain, we push through the pain, and we don't address the, what our nervous system is trying to tell us, right? Pain is our body's way of communicating with us and letting us know something needs to change. And so pushing through that and not addressing the nervous system and not changing anything is not going to be helpful. And so this is your body crying out to you that it needs something different, it needs safety, and you're pushing yourself to go to the gym or work out. Doing that is only gonna make those cries louder and make the pain louder because your body is not ready for it. Your body is not ready for exercise. And if you do exercise and you make that pain worse, you're doing the opposite for your motivation because in your brain's pain, in your brain's pathways, right? You're reinforcing that exercise is not safe. 
you're reinforcing that exercise is not safe and movement is not safe. You're reinforcing those pathways and those connections between pain, nervous system's reactions to movement, modifying your nervous system's reactions to activity or ec an exercise by retraining your nervous system. And by doing this, you gradually, you will become more able to be more active and your tolerance for activity will increase in your exercise. Your tolerance for exercise will slowly but steadily improve, okay? And that brings me to problem number three. The third problem is that you're not given any tools or strategies to get you there, to do this kind of thing. We're taught the wrong things, right? Like in, for me, in PT school, getting my physical therapy doctorate, I was taught that if my patient wasn't getting better, I should just make sure that they're doing more repetitions, right? And if it hurts, that means that it's working and it's effective and that they need to be more compliant. My patients need to be more compliant with their home exercise routine in order to get better. So they need to do more. And so if that patient came back to me and said, hey, Alyssa, I'm not feeling better. I'm actually feeling worse after doing those exercises that you recommended, despite doing like I did three sets of 10, three times a day, like you told me, then my response was supposed to be, then do more. It's not enough, do more. Instead of three sets of 10, three times a day, make it three sets of 15, four times a day. It's never enough. You always need to do more. You need to keep pushing yourself. And this is the wrong advice for people with chronic pain because people with chronic pain have to solve the nervous system problem before they can effectively strengthen or stretch or work out. They need to reduce the sensitivity in their peripheral nerves, the nerves in their body, nerves like the sciatic nerve, for example. They need to rewire the pathways in the whole nervous system as well to make those pathways weaker. They need to change the activity in the brain, what's going on in the brain, and they have to reduce their fight or flight responses as well. And also we need to strengthen the body map, the body map inside of the brain so that the brain doesn't always think that it needs to protect you. And so doing this, doing all of those things will help to reduce your body's reaction to movement and exercise enough so that your body is ready to move again, is ready to exercise again. And I'll say this too, you know how everyone always talks about how exercise causes you to release endorphins, which will improve your mood, right? Make you feel better. Well, if you have pain during, during and after every exercise or every time you exercise, you're not gonna get that endorphin release. And in fact, instead of positively reinforcing the act of working out with positive chemicals, those uh, endorphins act as a reward chemical, if instead of that, what you're, you're, instead of feeling joy and happiness and like euphoria because of that release of those endorphins, instead of that, you're feeling worse, you're feeling more pain and more fatigued. That's actually acting more as a punishment for working out rather than a reward. It's going to work against your ability to feel motivated. And so, if you wanna know how to get motivated to exercise more when you have chronic pain, you need to solve the pain problem. Again, if you want to know 
how to get motivated to exercise more, you need to solve the pain problem first. You need to give your nervous system a chance to recover, to calm down, and to retrain the synapses and activity in your brain and spinal cord and body. That's, that's what we need. That's what we need to be doing instead of pushing our bodies to exercise more. So to answer, answer to the original question, how do you stay motivated to exercise when everything hurts and you can barely move? The problem is not motivation, right? problem is not motivation. There are three problems here. One, pushing through pain makes pain pathways stronger. Two, your body is not ready for exercise and you need to calm that system down, your nervous system down before you can effectively exercise. And three, you're not taught how to do that. You're not given any tools or strategies in how to calm things down to make your body ready for exercise. And so with that being said, I am totally sure and confident that you want to know how to solve this problem. You want to know how to make your body ready to get back to being able to exercise again. And so in order to do that, you need to do these five steps. Okay. Number one, step number one to solve this problem is a mindset shift. Okay. Instead of this mindset of no pain, no gain, we need to replace that mindset, that belief, with this push to it, not through it belief. Okay? We need to replace, number one, we need to replace the no pain, no gain mindset with the push to it, not through it mindset. So instead of constantly pushing ourselves through pain or into pain, we need to push up to the point of pain and not pass that. We need to figure out what that point is and not push past that. Okay, so that's number one. The second, number two, the second step is to ditch the all or nothing mindset. Okay, we have culturally, we have this all or nothing mindset that limits us because that says to us, if I can't work out 30 minutes, if I can't exercise, if I can't do the type of exercise that I define or that culture defines as exercise, then I'm not going to be able to do it at all. So we need to change that mindset so that we're able to do smaller steps that our body is capable of doing at the moment so that we can actually work ourselves up to being able to get to the gym 30 minutes a day, three days a week. If you're not there, we need to step back and work on little baby steps to get up to that point because it's not gonna work by just forcing our body to do it. So number two, we have to ditch the all or nothing mindset. And number three is we need to gain an understanding of what's really going on in your body. You need to understand why you hurt on a neurologic level, like what is going on in the nervous system. What does your brain have to do with this problem? What does the spinal cord have to do with this problem? What do the nerves in your body have to do with this problem? How are they contributing to this problem? You have to understand those components in order for your brain to feel safer. Because like I said, the pain, part of the pain problem is the brain, for whatever reason, does not feel safe. And we need that brain to feel safe in order to reduce some of these symptoms of pain. Okay, so 
number three is really getting educated and gaining an understanding of really what's going on in your body from a nervous system perspective. Okay, number four, we need to weaken the pain pathways as I was talking about. We need to weaken those pain pathways that have been well rehearsed and well practiced and they're so hardwired together. We need to weaken those pain pathways. And the way that we do that is by preventing pain, preventing flare-ups, basically flare-up prevention strategies. And we also can do that by introducing or including pacing. And when it comes to pacing, there's a lot of, I don't know, junk out there um, in terms of like how you can pace. And really you need a really simple strategy that's simple to apply on a daily basis for any activity, exercise, movement, position. You need to pace yourself in a way that's easy to use, doesn't make you feel like you can't do anything, and is simple to apply and progress, okay? So that's step number four. We need to weaken those pain pathways by flare-up prevention and pacing, amongst other strategies as well, but those are probably the top two, okay? And number five, we need to also retrain the sensitivity of the peripheral and central nervous system, okay? There are various drills that we can do to address. We have sensitivity in the peripheral nerves, the nerves in your body, and you have sensitivity in the brain and spinal cord, and we need to do specific drills that address each part of those problems from the top down. So by retraining the brain and addressing the issue in the central nervous system, and then from the bottom up as well, and addressing the sensitivity in the peripheral nerves in the body. Okay, so those are the five steps. Those are the five steps. We need to, I can go over them one more time. Number one is a mindset shift. Instead of no pain, no gain, we replace that with push to it, not through it. Number two, we need to ditch the all or nothing mindset. Number three, we need to get educated and gain an understanding of what's really going on in your body. And number four, we need to weaken those pain pathways, make them weaker by preventing flare-ups and preventing pain and using strategies, including pacing. And number five, we need to retrain the sensitivity in the peripheral nervous system and the central nervous system with very specific drills that address each one of those uh, sides of the problem, okay? And so the other thing is that like no one out there is talking about these things. No one is gonna teach you how to do this not even your physical therapists, and especially not your doctors or your specialists, okay? And so that is all for now. That's all for today. I will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.